Huzzah Rangers! This is your boy Phil Harris here at the Jack Rangers Show, and I'm joined with some very, very special guests this time around. Joining us all the way from Seattle, Washington, is Matt Courtright and his friends from the Seawall Podcast. We got Nick Greer and also Levon is here with us too. How the hell are you, boys? Doing great, great man, fantastic, awesome. great to be Excellent. on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for uh, you're you're helping us break our cherry with the new set audio video. Like we got a whole new platform right now. We're trying to set the bar a little higher than we were. I'll tell you, man, you guys have set the bar extremely high with the, with what's going on there. The couches, the mics, you got the jerseys in the background. You got the rugby balls. It looks fantastic. I don't think there's a better set in MLR uh, anywhere uh, to speak of. So you guys got it. Uh, you got it made there. And I love the free jacks on the left hand side there. The jersey that I uh, got signed for you. I'm so glad that you were able to frame that and, and put that up there. That's really, really cool. Thank you. Thank you. It's the least I could do, man. You went out of your way. They, three, as you said, three jacks donated it out of their own. The number two is on the back, so it's very fitting. Mm -hmm. And it's signed by the entire team of the winning championship team. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still riding high with this championship you know we're going to continue to talk about it up until the kickoff i think we we every once in a while we'll throw in there like a daily reminder that the free jacks won the championship and there's there's very few more deserving organizations in the new england free jacks top to bottom just first class and i'm so so happy for our fan base to have that first championship now you guys are you know looking down upon everybody with the two championships and the free jacks interestingly enough i'm sure some people know this maybe some people don't the free jacks and the sea wolves are the only two surviving teams that have won championships within this league and we're going on year seven here which is very very interesting to think about but that's the circumstances that we're in right now wanted to quickly add you know matt courtright you're our seattle correspondent officially i wanted to ask you about what's been going on lately you know you gave us a scare big time with your uh hospitalization everybody was really uh, shocked and saddened to see what was going on i just wanted you to give us a quick medical update on yourself Thank you, man. I appreciate the love and uh, I really appreciate everybody's love in general because like, you know, we're all going through hardships. We're all going through shit. Okay. Yeah. I said it. And uh, I'm just going through my version at the time. So like, I'm not special. I'm not any better than anybody else or, or actually I, I'm kind of worse, but, <laughs> but temporarily um, I, I can play a mean game of poker. So when I see you, you better have your money. Um, Hell yeah. But no, uh, I, I got diagnosed with bilateral bell palsy at first, and then it, it went into a uh, GVS, which is a French term, which is a mouthful to say. Mm -hmm. And then because it's been so long, I, I made three trips to the hospital, which is not something I've ever done before, nor do I ever want to do again. Sure. But um, it's now called CIDP, which is chronic at the beginning is what the C stands for. So that mm -hmm. means that even when I do make a, a recovery, I had the chance of this constantly happening throughout the rest of my life. Um, and it's nothing I could have done to prevent it. It's just literally a virus in my immune system turned on my nerves wow. and it's back the shield on my nerves. And so therefore I can't move my body like I used to. So yeah, like when I used to be at the games, as you know, cause we've been mm -hmm. to a couple games together. Oh yeah. You know, I'm busy body, man. I can't stay still. I'm, I'm just, you know, ants in my pants kind of thing. And, yep. uh, I'm not that guy this season. You know, I got to, my body's not ready to do that. I can barely make it upstairs. So mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be a different experience for me. And it's going to be a different experience for a lot of our fans too. Cause you know, I'm kind of the hype man other than, you know, that rookie guy. Right. <laughs> so uh, like together, we work together well, but this year I'm going to have to rely on him a little bit more than he relied on me. So first world problems, <laughs> but thank you sure. for asking sincerely. 
You're welcome. You know, it, it, it hurt my heart to, to see what was going on there there in Seattle with you. And because, you know, I, I look up to you big time. Like we have a little bit different personalities, but I always, you know, admire what you do for the rugby community there in Seattle. I, I just think you're a top notch guy. And, you know, I, I just I love your infectious passion for rugby. And I share it a little bit to a certain extent. But like, I, I don't know anybody else that has more passion for the game than you do, Matt. So it, it's good that you're on, you know, the recovery and on the men. And it's just a real, you know, it's a shame that that happened. But I'm glad that things are a little bit better right now. You sound much better uh, than when I heard you previously. So that's one thing to be thankful for, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wish I could take credit, but it's. Uh, it's steroids, <laughs> and uh, a little gain at time is a huge gain. These guys have watched me go through this shit show that it is, yeah. and uh, it's nice to have your buddies that are there through thick and thin, and they remind you like you're getting better, you're improving. Because you know right. when you look in the mirror, kind of like when you're losing weight, man, you can't tell because you're looking at yourself every day, every minute, you know, and like, you know, not literally, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you get a week apart and you're like, holy dude, you're moving so much more in your face than you were a week ago. You know, so it's good to get that feedback because it keeps you positive, motivated to just keep doing what you got to do. Cause mm-hmm. this is really humbling. They're really humbling. And, uh, you know, I've been sensitive about it and I've cried about it many times and I probably will continue to in all sincerity. Yep. And it's, you know, and it's not cause I'm less of a man. It's just cause like, this is crippling literally crippling for sure and especially as a busy body as somebody as i am so mm-hmm. you see like even crippled like trying to get this going uh my son is over here he's producing now for us and he has come over twice a week on his days off and put in work to help That's make awesome. all this happen and without him this would be nothing shout out to so shout out to damien yeah, hell yeah damien way to go man for sure. Um, you know, we, I want to get into the Seawall podcast here in a moment and just ask what's going on with you guys. But keep in mind, Johnny Appleseed over here, I've been spreading <laughs> podcasts all over the country for MLR. It was, what, less than a year ago that I had this conversation with you and Nick over there about, you know, you guys should, you know, we don't really see a lot of podcasts out from Seattle. And you guys are very, very passionate fans. Yeah. And from that conversation has spawned the Seawall podcast. So I'm, I'm super happy that you guys have run with this. I've watched, you know, several episodes. You guys do an amazing job covering the team and just talking about rugby in general. So I wanted to ask you, what's new with the Seawall podcast? Go ahead. Man. I mean, anyway, studio, um, I mean, equipment, everything we got going on. Um, we, I mean, things that we've, uh, what listener parties we, that we've put on. Uh, we, yeah. we, we just put one on, uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, a couple weeks um, ago. This kind of a welcome the new players mm-hmm. and get them all, uh, all their, them and their families. We got them all at a bar and man, we had the bar packed out and, I, I was just yeah, it was so. These cool. guys weren't there, but I was uh, at a photo shoot last night, and and there was a there were there was one of the new players that was there, and he's like, man, it was awesome to have my my family there to meet. And he, she and she was like, man, this is the fans here. Yeah, it was one of them. Might have been one of the New York guys. Okay, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, it was like that was awesome to see that. Like all the fans were there and to meet them and to see how welcoming everybody was. And right. she's she was just like. Wow, like blown away, like by how, how who all showed up. And yeah, how, I think we had how many players showed up? Twenty-five to thirty players plus wow. plus. There, there's you know some of them had their spouse, some of them got a kid, right. um, and then a bunch of fans came in. We, I was thinking, okay, yeah, man, we'll get like sixty people. You know, I was being conservative, like yeah. So sixty 
people, maybe, maybe up to a hundred. I'll tell you what, man, I think that thing was like 200 plus Easily. in there. It was elbow to asshole. Wow. Awesome. That's incredible. That's incredible. And, yeah. And, and you know, what was really fun for me on a side note was Clarky because Clarky's a mild personality in public. He's not a, mm -hmm. he's not a boisterous person at all. Yeah. And he was, he sat back and he, you, he was smiling and you know, Clarky doesn't smile a lot. He's not one to show emotion, but that guy mm -hmm. was earlobe, but earlobe just watching all his players oh, yeah. take it all in. And, and cause you know, he's, you know, that's part of this. It's gotta be part of the selling point to get their asses here. To be honest. Yeah, right? for sure. It's like you gotta meet the fans. You guys are going to like, you're going to love playing for this team cause they really like you. And then to actually experience it in person within the first couple weeks of practice of showing up in Seattle, Man, we couldn't ask for it to go better. That's great. I mean, there there's very few markets in MLR that are better than the Seattle fan base. I mean, I've experienced it myself. I, you guys show up and you're loud and proud. That stadium gets pretty dang loud for sure. And you know, Matt has been to Fort Quincy in previous seasons, and you know, it's pretty loud there too. So I think you guys and us are kind of neck and neck in terms of the best fan bases in MLR. Uh, but 200 in one place at one time is quite a bit uh, for an outside engagement like that, other than an actual rugby game. So kudos to you guys for doing that. No, that's the pod. And this, and just us getting together, man. It's like yeah. we're. Well, I'm interested to see how we haven't we haven't done it during the season yet. So we've mm -hmm. it was everything was off season. So it's kind of like we uh we we didn't know. You know, we were, didn't have a lot of MLR stuff to talk about. We had some trades and, and stuff like that, and player acquisitions and stuff, but World Cup yep. stuff. But yeah. we did, we didn't have like know actual mlr during the season kind of stuff so I'm, I'm i'm interested to see as well as i hope a lot of other people are watching that that what, yeah. are, what, what what's going to come up of it and yeah. you know and who we have on and uh we have a lot of guests lined up that we yeah want to do, so. we're so stinking excited about this yeah. phil uh <laughs> you know you make us you made us push ourselves a little bit more a little sooner which i'm grateful as as can be for that because that means that we're ready to start interviewing and like create more content mm -hmm. and come out strong, which you do such an, a phenomenal job. Of oh, doing. thank you so much. You really do, man. Like, so like the, the feelings are mutual, like you encouraging to do this. I remember, you, I, I remember us taking a picture in the car and we were in central district of Seattle at the time. Yep. And, um, we actually dropped my car off at Woody Marks's and, uh, we were heading to downtown. Actually, you're going to get your lady. Uh, and we were turning around and going back to Seattle just to go, you know, be tourists and have fun. And he's yep. like, man, why doesn't anybody do a podcast about rugby in Seattle, guy? Like, you could really do this well if you wanted to. And I was like, that's really good food for thought. It's been in the back of my head. My son has been telling me to do it like a, for a, quite a bit. And so that was like, that was a little push that it that it needed to happen and and i do i make sure i tell everybody that that's our story and that's how we started and you are this you stimulated it bro yeah you're the lightning to the gasoline bro hell yeah i mean that's one of those things where like you know when i started up scott the big guy ferrara who's on the rugby rant helped me out tremendously like i was asking him questions annoying him about how to do this because i had no idea what i was doing right so like there, there's always these origin stories for how this thing gets started so i'm just very grateful to those folks and you know happy to help you guys out or anybody out there that might be interested in starting a rugby podcast just start is my advice like you'll get better with time you'll get more skills with time but just get a microphone and a camera and 
go at it, man. Like, you know, speak your mind, speak your truth. Tell us about your passion out there because there's no gatekeepers in podcasts. That doesn't exist. Nobody's going to tell you, no, you shouldn't do this and or you should change it this and this and this. It's just you and a microphone and talking about your passions and talking about what you love. So anybody out there listening to this that wants to do something along these lines, my suggestion is just to start. That's my advice. And you will get better with time. Like I said, just try to get 1% better with every single episode and you will enjoy what you see eventually um, as you continue to create content. So, and I think that's I think that's the uh, the reason why we stepped it up and got the equipment we did because we only we only wanted to do it once, and we right. had to, we had stuff that that we thought was good, and we're like, you know what, we we need to step it up and be better. If we're, yeah, if we're going to compete, we need to. There's a lot of if, learning if curves just, that I yeah. didn't see coming, which uh, yeah, I'm sure you've experienced, and you're going to continue experience as you grow. And Hell yeah. Like we went from USB mics to XLR mics, for example, and that's a yep. whole different platform. Like we have, we have professional equipment now, and and uh, pretty excited about that. But you know, everything's on a budget, so it's one step after another. Yeah. Like one yep. man's ceiling is another man's floor. You know what yeah. I mean? So, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm like, I'm reaching up there, like, hey, bro, I know you're into photography. Like, uh, what kind of cameras you got available? You know, like, what's up? Because uh, <laughs> sure. you know, we always need to step over our stuff. You know? Yeah. And, that, and that's just the thing is, if you look back at our uh, evolution of it, you know, back in the summertime, like Nick was saying, when we were just getting started, and <laughs> and when Matt asked me to join it, you were you were the actually the kind of the focal point on on that was uh you know phil phil really uh influenced us to do this and so that's that's kind of my story behind that too is and if you see the evolution like we started in, the, in, in matt's uh uh back, backyard backyard right over here um and i think you've probably been, been yeah he did it yeah, yeah. that's yeah. with him yeah. first back there so, and that's what stimulated so, yep. so that's uh and, and so we had a few interviews out there you know we were doing live interviews at the time and then we kind of it just kind of progressed like we you know you saw our background in matt's kitchen you know you, you saw yep. the, the the balls in the background and all that stuff and then and then here we are now so it's if you look back on the, i encourage people to look back on those episodes i'm sure same same thing with you phil is uh yep. just those you just look back on that progress that you made mm -hmm. um I mean, so i just that's why i encourage people to look, look back at our, at our at our old uh uh, interviews, even though they might yeah. not be the greatest, but still, you I mean, can see that evolution. Mics, the USB the mics, the XLR mics, <laughs> yeah, bro. And yeah. it was like, like we're all like, wait a minute, we got to spend extra money on mics. We're all going through the paces with our all, like you know, because we're all on a different budget and such. Sure. And, and uh, we're like, but you get those those lapel mics that aren't charged. Which I had during an interview that you nobody ever saw, and because um, <laughs> you couldn't hear it, I couldn't hear it. Yeah, like yeah. four minutes into it of a twelve-minute interview, you couldn't hear eight minutes of it other than lip syncing. It's like looking like a Muppet show. So you know, cool. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Like it warms my heart to listen to you guys and see the evolution of the podcast. Like things haven't been great around here for me. I'm not going to boo-hoo everybody with my sad uh, sob story, but it really warms my heart to hear you know how successful you guys are doing with what what's going on there in Seattle with the podcast. But let's move away from this real quick because okay. we've got yep. plenty of That's other good. stuff to talk about. Yeah, um, talk about some rugby. Right? Yeah, hell yeah, let's get into some rugby here. Um, just real quick, I mean, obviously Seattle, you guys have the framed um, player worn jerseys there, and those look fantastic. And uh, Levon, I think you're wearing the um, the new one, right? Yeah, Brandy, the brand new yeah, Looks he won fantastic. that in the silent auction that we had uh, last Saturday. Very for, cool. Uh, Slam Seattle Slam Wheelchair Rugby Club. That's awesome. Against our boys uh, in the wheelchairs, and they yep. whooped they whooped our ass. Let's be oh, honest. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. They made them By look. A 20 I mean, point margin maybe. They started figuring it out. Our guys start figuring it out because they're athletes. You know, like yeah, Sam really sure. picked it up. You know, yeah, Sam. Uh, 
Montaigne. Montaigne. No, no. The one from New York. Windsor. Windsor. Yeah, Windsor. And and uh, and Ryan Reese. Yeah, Ryan Reese was a maniac, bro, from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then, of course, Maya, because that kid's Maya. just an athlete all day, every day. Yeah. And he always looks like he's having fun anyway. Yeah. But no, it's cooler and shit. But like, they slam each other, bro. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not being dramatic at all. Like, there was this one lady on the slam, and she was taking the boys at school. Straight up. <laughs> and it was so much fun to watch. Like, you think at first, you're like, this is going to be boring. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. Like, I, I'm looking forward to the next tournament. Straight up. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm... We... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. But oh, then they did it. They did a proper game after that. They did like you know the, there wasn't any sea wolves in it. It was just them against each other, and it was just wow. I was excited, man. I was, like even even with the sea wolves, I mean, of course you get to see the yeah. sea wolves play like that. But but when they did a game amongst themselves, it was just it was fantastic. It was yeah, just a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah, very cool. There's a documentary out there called Murder Ball. If you guys uh, you know, I highly recommend it, uh, watching that to see the wheelchair rugby called? folks. They, they do absolutely crazy stuff um, in those wheelchairs. Uh, and it's they're very excellent athletes. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. it doing what they do. But I wanted to go to the um, the kits. You know, obviously, yeah. you know, you guys always, I think, in my personal opinion, I've told Matt this and I think Nick as well. I think you guys are like standard bearers about what a good kit should look like. I always say you need a little bit more neon green. I like the original, like, uh, I think, oh, really? Uh, like those jerseys that you had, I think were like primo stuff. I think all of y'all's are good, but who do you think other than Seattle and then maybe the Free Jacks who always do really well as well? Um, name some teams that you guys really enjoyed their home and away kits. Matt and I are on the same level of this. Uh, Miami. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100% Hell Miami. Yeah, yeah. some people yeah. don't like how the black one with – I heard uh, Rob and and Scott and, and, and Ty talk about it on their podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I like a lot of their opinions, but that's one I'm not going to agree with is uh, I like the black one with the stripe down the middle, right? I like, do too. Like a racing stripe. Some yeah. people say it looks more like football, you know, soccer. Um, Who cares? Yeah. But – I love the look of it, and I love those Miami Vice colors. Same, because dude, our house is actually colored in that every year. It's teal and pink, <laughs> so I can't help myself, man. I'm definitely gonna get one of those those kits. That's um, one of those. Go ahead, sorry. I like the. I, I mean, if we're going, I like. I mean, I'm always a fan of Utahs, man. I like you. I like Utahs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, the color scheme for Miami is great. I mean, I, I was a fan of it when it was when LA had it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. But I mean, if, you, if we're if we're talking just regular kids, we're talking if we're talking the alternate kids, man. I mean, that kid, that kid up there is great, dude. Yeah, just, we yeah, talked about it earlier. That, yeah, that yes, same page they get for the Free Jacks is 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 great, man. But I love. I'm I'm a homer. I like to, I like to see I like the white I like the ROA kit with the mountain on it. Yeah, I, I do too. Good. I think I that's too. And even his, even even the even the brand new home kit. I like the I like the uh, orca teeth on it. That's my yeah. same my favorite man. On that kit right there, the only thing I think they missed it. It was so basic. But if you look above him and see that skyline, that's yeah. the thing they're missing in that. That's the I only thing I would change. That's it. Yeah, simple yeah. as we. But I think I think one thing why they wanted to get away so much from the green and blue is because of the NFL, the Seahawks. Yeah. Because yeah. they're Seattle, they're Seattle Sea Wolves, right? And Seattle okay. Seahawks, and so you think Seahawks it's a little bit too blue close. Green. Seahawks yeah. are blue and green. Sea yeah. Wolves are blue and green. Because okay. I mean, 
I don't, have, I don't know how many times I, I get it walking around with my, I mean, even still, I walk around with my Seawolves gear on. People are like, yeah, go Hawks. And, yeah. You know, me being a Raider fan, I'm like, <laughs> you're like, oh, F you. Dude. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> F you, buddy. I'm, I'm yeah. a, this is, this is rugby. This is, this is a real man sport, buddy. And we don't have pads. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys you know. will throw out some really good, uh, you know, kits out there for sure. I, I, I really enjoy, I've always enjoyed uh, Utah's home kit. I think it's very, very clean. Yes. Oh, There's yeah. nothing wrong with black and red. Like that's are like solid oh, solid yeah. colors and i really am i love that miami is embracing that miami vice type oh, yeah. of color scheme like that's one thing that you know some some markets just don't quite get is like just embrace like you know charlotte did the name sucks we're gonna get into that in a moment but i love that they embrace like the light blue that unc that charlotte uh carolina panthers and then the black i think that it looks very very good and it just that's just you know that's one of the things like the Free Jacks do it really well, too, where you've got the red, white, and blue. Classic, right? American, Revolutionary War, New England Patriots, Red Sox. Like, it just it makes so much sense. But, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about the offseason. Um, you know, Charlotte has come into the league, my hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, World Rugby is mainly the sugar daddy in this, and I think they own, like, two-thirds of the entire uh, franchise and then you got USA rugby and also MLR also fitting the bill for this team in Charlotte. What's you guys' impressions of uh what is it Carolina anthem rugby whatever the fuck anthem, yeah, anthem, yeah. yeah Carolina anthem I mean can yeah, I yeah. before before we start talking about this yeah uh I know you're from Charlotte can I get a woo woo <laughs> Gotta love me some Ric Flair, man. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> Flair, the best yeah. there ever was right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, the name, I mean, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the name, but I mean, I'm just, for me, I'm just glad. I mean, I know we went through and lost New York and lost Toronto. So I'm, uh, I'm glad to see that they got an, uh, another team in, in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm not a fan of the the name, but I mean, it's for what it's doing for what it's doing for USA rugby in America. And yes, yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, honestly, we have less than a decade to get ready for the world, the rugby world cup here. So, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's no time at all. I mean, less, less than 10 years. That's seven. There's, there's, seven there's years. yeah, yeah seven there's years. so little time to get ready for it yeah. and to get the, the word out for rugby in America. And it's, that's, that, that's just, I mean, that's, it's helping it. So, I mean, I I'm, I'm super stoked for it, but yeah, I'm not super stoked on the name. Same. Yeah. I think it's a great, like what echoing what Nick is saying, but it's, it's a great, uh, idea and strategy to um to be prepared for for something like that and get get these uh these players their experience against high you know a high higher level competition because that's what's that's what's going to be that's world rugby for you right it's a high, it's just that high the highest level that you could think of and so having them having in those high leverage games and and having them in those uh those games that are that are in the balance you know they're not going to always be Hopefully, hopefully, you know, they're not always going to be blowouts for that team. Honestly, you know, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be great to see if the, them have a good showing and, you know, keep keep games close or, or even squeaking out some wins. So, yeah, I yeah. agree. Like, that's one of those things that they're going to they're going to have some tough, you know, days on the pitch for sure. But maybe if they get to, you know, 
chemistry going and that team stays together for a couple of years and they get that, you know, chemistry and consistency rolling, you know, and some of those guys are going to make their way onto the Eagles. That's going to be better for the national team overall. And that's one of those things that they're really focusing on is um, uh, 27, I believe, is that there's no guarantee that we qualify. Like it seems like it could be the case that it's going to be easier for us if they in, if they expand the um, the qualifications. But at the same time, like we got to get players together and playing that, yeah. you know, the youth coming up, for yeah. 27 and 31 that's really the key thing is because what's the whole point of this if the usa just stinks it up and loses every single game when we host the world cup like we want to get out of our pool and get into the quarterfinals right like that's the oh, whole yeah. goal and what and this is the charlotte franchise is just a small piece of that to make this thing move forward uh and go and you know continue down the road like we want to have as many rugby fans watching the MLR and then the national team is possible prior to the world cup to generate that buzz. Like there's going to be plenty of foreigners coming over to the United States. It's going to be a huge, huge destination for the world cup, but we need to sell out every single game. And there needs to be plenty of Americans that have never seen the game before. Maybe they're, they're just recent MLR fans or whatever it may be to continue on and watch MLR and all that sort of stuff. We're all leading into this whole possibility of this sport being bigger and better than what it ever has been in this country. So it's very, very exciting. And, and Charlotte's yeah. just a small part of that yeah totally i had mixed feelings on it uh tell me about it well i'll tell you i was in the hospital okay so i was mm -hmm. thinking way too much on my phone way too much and shit but yeah. uh all right so all right so i get a i get a call from one of the guys i've interviewed that's uh going down to dallas right mm -hmm. and uh his buddy was also interviewed i'm trying to keep names out of it so i'm not picking on anybody they don't take it wrong but sure so one of them like one of them was going was signed and going back to the hawks right the USA Hawks. Yep. And uh and then the other boys are going to Dallas. And so uh somebody that we all know if I drop names and I'm not going to do that called him and uh had him to uh you know, had to give him the axe. He's not going back to Hawks, right? And he's like, oh, WTF, wow. you know what's going on? Like I've been there all summer. I've been training, I've been earning. I like you know how it is. Yeah. And so I called him because, like, he just had it happen on a Thursday and it was Friday. And, like, this, you know, at the end of the day, this is this is emotional as hell for these guys. And they work their asses off to get in spot. And and right. then they get cut without real description. Now, the gentleman that had to call him, give him the description, I know that it hurt him as much as it did to call the guy. You know, like, in general, it hurt him to make that call. So, right. you know, has nothing to do with it. He just got put into a spot and, like, hey, you're going to make calls and cut people. So I was like frustrated as could be, but then again, you know, like I also had my insight with one of the owners that was going back and forth of the Seawolves and he was telling me about how, you know, they're going to create this new league, this new team in Charlotte. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh, okay. 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 So there's more to this. What's what appears to be happening. And then later on that day, uh, uh, a couple staff members uh, showed up from the Seawolves at the hospital to say hi bless their hearts. Yep. And, um, and I said, okay, give me the tea, bro. What's going on? And that's when I found out that, you know, USA rugby world rugby and MLR were collaborating on this team because the world rugby is like, listen, we're going to invest a ton of money, uh, mm -hmm. like 50 to hundred million. Has anybody hasn't heard this already, but, yep. and they're going to ingest it into our culture. Now, you know, feelings aside, we need world rugby to come in and help us with this because, well, USA rugby just did bankruptcy in 2020. Okay. So like, right. Yeah. Real talk. 
I don't trust them with my money, especially 550 to 100 million. I wouldn't trust nobody with that. They had a bankruptcy a couple of years ago. So mm -hmm. in all reality, we need them. Now, what I'm worried about, and I'm enthusiastic. You know me, man. Anything oh, yeah. help rugby culture, I'm down. I'm going to vote. I want to root for your team. I want to encourage you, whatever. But are they going to make a dick contest over this? And I said what I said. Because you get a lot of money going around, got a lot of egos flaring around. Like now, now rugby's not supposed to be about egos and all. And I and I know that we all do. That's what we kind of love about the sportsmanship of rugby. Mm -hmm. You know, you're warriors on the pitch, and then you're friends afterwards. And that's the way it is, right? Yeah, but, but um, there's always politics involved, right? You know, right. Always, and you get that kind of money involved, you're going to start thinking twice about you know who's foe and who's friend. Right. So I just hope that they, like you said earlier, that they can get some playing time. They can keep it going for. A handful of years so they can really get the it going and meshing together yeah and without without a bunch of you know rich egotistical guys you know arguing yeah for sure that could happen as quick as it as it started up yeah just look at what happened with the south american countries that usa used to beat 10 years ago like beat them into the dirt like uh chile and uruguay those teams are beating the united states uh at this yeah, point or, or on raptors didn't they yeah. yeah. I mean, so the thing is with that is like, you know, that model is successful. You get a bunch of national team players playing at a professional club level with each other. The, I mean, just look at those countries. They, they, they have proven that that can work. So I hope that that, you know, is what takes place with Charlotte. And I hope that continue, team continues to get better. Now, they might have some bad, bad games here in this first season, but, you oh, know, yeah. they're going to get a couple wins, uh, I think, at some point. And, and, you know, maybe they'll get better and better as, as the years progress. And that will be to the benefit of everybody that's a USA rugby fan. That's one of those things that I was talking about a couple weeks ago is, you know, if you don't have a second team or maybe you're just a neutral that doesn't have a team in your market, support Charlotte because that is the USA team, uh, the, the USA players that will be coming up in 27 and 31 that you might see in a USA Eagles jersey. So, yeah, very encouraging stuff. Let's move along. Talk about Seattle, guys. Let's, you know, that's why you're here. You're our Seattle experts. Tell us about the 2023 MLR Collegiate Draft. You guys had one player. Tell us about uh, Tell us about him. <laughs> He's looking at me. Look at me. I'm looking at you because we talked about this. Yeah, we did. Talk, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know too much about the kid. I mean, it, I, I read a bunch of stuff on him, but it's like he's he's a young hooker at a Trinity University, and and I, from what I read is his like his rugby IQ knowledge is is top notch. Just getting him. We have we also have top notch hookers already. Already. Yeah. It's, just, so it's, it's getting them in and getting them under those guys and learning the learning how how we do it here and how it's going to be in the in, in major league rugby and so we got course. a couple of hookers that we were at the party with right and yep. man straight up like there's i i wouldn't want to meet them in dark alley man Ooh. i'm just saying and, <laughs> and malcolm is one of them like yeah. he's a you, you know he's an eagle and the, and pete is just gold but yep. dude the guy's the guy's on it like his iq is good and and he's tough. He's tough as nails. Yeah. So this is an example of like this guy is going to come in as a development player for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. Guess where he's from? Guess where he's from? Ireland? It, no, it's a, it's a Sea Wolf special. It seems like uh, uh, BC, British Columbia. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, you guys are really close to there. So yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. Is there's a lot of good players coming out of BC. I mean. Um, uh, Foster DeWitt for the Free Jacks, who's been on the team for quite a while now. He's from that area. Yeah. There's a lot of good rugby. Yeah, in, when you were uh, down DC. here, we were hanging out with his dad. 
Yeah, that guy is yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, Gary, yeah, shout yeah. out to Gary. Gary's the yeah. best. Yep. Gary's the man, dude. We uh we talk once in a while on Facebook Messenger and like, oh, he's trying to get him down for a game because he's, he's just awesome. he's cool as yeah. Yeah. One of the best people in rugby that you'll ever meet is Gary DeWitt. What a solid dude he is. I'm sure he's going to be watching this at some point. Hello, Gary. Uh, thanks for watching and being an awesome Ranger. Let's talk about some of these guys that were picked up by uh, Seattle in the New York and Toronto dispersal drafts. Tell us about those guys. We got Chance, we got Pago, and we got Sam. Wow. And they are uh, gentlemen, amongst gentlemen. I remember going to uh, New York. And uh, Pago, he's uh, Samoan, Samoan, I probably butchered that, but um, he was in a, um, oh man, I, I want to say like, a, it looked like a martial art gi or something. And uh, I knew that the guy had flair, like he's got a yeah. personality, he's quite, he's, he's quite spoken, but he is, he is cool. And, uh, and then Chance, I don't know if you ever met Chance, but Chance brings a dynamic to him, like that, that guy's full of energy. <laughs> He's he's crazy as shit. He's like the guy you want to go out to dinner with afterwards, and, and you want to go to the pub next door just to see what happens, you know? Yeah, totally. And then you got Sam, and Sam is composure. This guy's been around. He's he he knows it. He's he's pro. He's he's just he brings an an excellence and, and into into the room with me when he so shows up. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So for him to be a leader, uh, it's it's going to be helpful. So I, I mean, was at a, I was at a uh, photo shoot yesterday, and uh, Chance and uh, Pago were there. Yeah, Pago super quiet, just sitting there. Chance that guy is <laughs> cracking me up, bro. <laughs> like he was just he had a he had this he had this he was first of all he was walking around rocking his uh, New York Iron Worker shirt. <laughs> yep, and so, many, and so many people called him out on. He's like, man, sorry, <laughs> he apologized. I'm so sorry. Uh, I got this, but everybody's called me out on it. But he was then he had this he had this um, uh, flannel on, and then he was rock, and then he changed to do some photos, and then he was and he was just rocking the flannel with no shirt on or anything. He was just like walking around. Him. <laughs> I was like, and, and then and then uh, honestly, he walked in, he grabbed a trash can, started cleaning up the table. What? I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, I'm like, nope. Everybody, was, everybody not there, there was a lot. There was a lot of guys over in there, but there was like three or four guys that were sitting in there, and I'm, he just he's like he just started grabbing. He's like, where's the trash can at? All right, let me just start cleaning up. Then I'm, so I'm just like, bro, I'm like, nobody asked him to do it. He just started doing it. I'm like, God, look at that. Man. There you go, right there, dude. That's the, that's rugby and name. You ain't seen no NFL guys doing that. Stuff. Right. Oh, good. oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's um, the rugby values right there. No doubt. So that's one of those things. Like, we're talking about three excellent rugby players. You know, Sam Windsor, one of the Very best cool. fly halves in the history of MLR, right? Yeah. Uh, Pago, former free Jack, excellent player on his day. And then chance is a USA Eagle. So, I mean, like you guys cleaned up, uh, in this dispersal yeah. draft with these players, man, you guys are, I mean, you're already stacked. It just seems like you're retooling. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, you're reloading actually. Oh, yeah. Like it's just one of those you're things plenty. where Seattle is consistently good every single year. Great organization. So you can tell from the top down, you guys really know your stuff and it's one of those things you're a consistent winner. So they're just continuing to load up for sure. But what it's about the? Go ahead. Oh, sorry, uh, and Sam Sam has a connection with with uh, Seattle already, being from Seattle Rugby Club. Yeah. Oh. So he had, he had played what from like 2014 20 to 2017. So uh, in Seattle Rugby Club, which he's got roots. Yep, yeah, and he's got the roots here. And yeah, is that used to be called Saracens? Is that the same club? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So it was probably Saracens gotcha. back then. But yeah, yeah, I think they rebranded probably about about a few years ago. Yeah, which all of us kind of mess with Seattle Rugby yeah. on some level. 
because yeah. that is really the OG in our area, the biggest OG. And of course, Kevin Flynn and Brian Powers and and Dave Insight and you know, like in right. I mean, uh, you know, those guys are icons in our area. They will always be icons. They also work for the Seawolves, so they're rugby all the time. That's awesome. Um, some of our, I, I I hold them close to my heart. They're they're. They're absolute OGs in our yeah, area. Absolutely. Would you guys say that that's one of the pathways, like an unofficial pathway into yeah. oh, yeah. the Sea? Okay, the Sea Wolves. It stuff. has been. We got. We're getting academy together right now. Um, uh, we're we're making it happen. Uh, it's just it's developing. You know how it, everything takes time. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But yes, mostly Seattle has been a, a majority of the pathway. Now, mind you, the other clubs that compete against Seattle don't like me saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've all stepped up their game to challenge that, which does nothing but help all of us in the Northwest with rugby. 100%. So I'm kind of glad talking a little smack got a fire lit under their ass. <laughs> Very good. The 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 catalyst for change, Matt Courtright, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not just the Seawolves now. I mean, we have Noah Wright, who played at the club, is now at uh, Dallas Jackals. So, so the the influence is starting to at the Pacific Northwest here is starting to be uh, out. It's cool working everywhere now. So cool. (laughs) We're we're and you know, like just like yourself, bro. Like it's hard to root for for a singular team and just those players because as, as we're getting more familiar with right. sport they yeah. keep going to other teams and you're like well dang it i can't really like i really yeah. like that player i don't really want to yell against them but right you know work right. through it nope. yeah that's one of those things where you're, you're supporting the player on another team but you're not rooting for the team exactly you're just rooting for them to do the best that they can there's quite a few free jacks that are now on other rosters and it's just one of those things where like i love these guys especially the guys that come on the show and show love to the show like i i want the i wish the best for those guys and obviously uh, opportunities will call them elsewhere you just continue to support them and, and wish them well essentially in their, their rugby journey but yeah Let's get into. Um, did we talk about departures in the off season? Not quite, right? Like no, you know, no. it's always a mystery. Departures, right? I mean, AJ is probably one that. That's well, okay, we can look up on the wall here. We had uh, Brad Tucker last year. Um, yeah. He, he he went over to New York for a season, and uh, of course, he's now in Chicago, playing yep. for Sam Harris, which uh, I think that'll be a dynamic duo. I mean, I don't know if he'll be good as the lizard and Brad working together, but it'll be good. Um, but now that Brad's played for Sam, he's really in, in, enjoying it. Um, so, you know, as long as they're good and they're comfortable and they're living their dream and then next to him, we got, so that's game worn. And then the next game worn is Ben Landry and Ben Landry retired. And then he lives in Wisconsin, by the way. So those that don't know, you were telling me about that home. Yeah. And then coming on, uh, the day, like Catherine's run day practicing with the boys and then just giving it all out and like the skill set that her and be able to do that just unmeasurable and then for him to have the opportunity since chicago came out last year of course you know like why wouldn't you take that opportunity that's two hours from home versus you know exactly yeah and so now he's at chicago as well so you know not taking away from our boys but we got to worry about chicago Chicago's going to be legit, man. Uh, you know, obviously last year we we thought that they were they were, had a stacked roster, right? But it took them a while to ke- build up chemistry. I think they won the last two games of the season there. Utah was um, their first game. 
So, so they really look strong there at the end. Or I think they finished with or actually three wins in total, but that's probably the best three-win team we've ever seen in MLR, and I think they're going to cause a lot of problems this year. Ben Landry, by the way, former Free Jack, people forget about that, but I think it was the it was either the COVID year or the year afterwards. He, he played like maybe four or five games for the New England Free Jacks. Yeah, well, a little low, known Free Jack, but that's just one of those things as being like a super fan I remember. Great player, yeah. though. Fantastic. So, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's hell what's yeah. Up. I mean, the big one, the big one that hits me is Alatimu, man. Yep. That was my guy, oh, dude. Like AJ, yeah. Like, I mean, his rugby IQ, his freaking boot, man. And he I was mean, a fan favorite, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you you pre-game, you get to go you go out and watch him kick. And like you see the guys kicking, they're kicking, you know, 20 minutes, whatever. They're kicking, they're trying to kick sideline to sideline. Mm-hmm. He would he would go five meters out, three meters out, and kick at that angle. Like you're like, you're looking at it going, he ain't making that. Right, he, right. He, he's just not. I couldn't I'm throw like, that. How is I'm he like, going to like, kick I'm like, how are you making that angle? So like, and but he went out and was like that. I mean, his boot was phenomenal and his rugby IQ was phenomenal. And he was such a good guy. Dude. Like, he was so nice, man. Yeah. You guys are going to miss him for sure. Where did he end up? Uh, Houston. He Houston. Okay. Houston. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Houston. Also looking like a a very dangerous team in the West. Like I think they can do some stuff this year with that whole rebuild that they've had over the past couple years. They're going to be a legit problem in the West for quite a while, man. man. You know what? Just the level that every year seems to keep on stepping up and stepping up and stepping up. Like we're all in, no matter who you're rooting for, you're in for an excellent season of rugby. And, and it's another one to be remembered. I mean, I think, I think no matter, I think, uh, it's, I, know, I know it sucks, uh, you know, about Toronto and New York, but I think since the dispersal draft with those two clubs going, that every team like stepped their game, like the game, the, every team got stepped up. I mean, yeah. even I mean, even even the the Jackals, they yeah, they got a they got a good looking roster. It's like man, it's like okay, let's 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 do the damn thing and let's a young see, roster. Let's see what picks out. Young let's roster. see what happens, yeah, man. Let's let's, let's let's play. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's one of those things is like when those teams folded and those players got dispersed among the league, that's going to just elevate all of the competition with MLR with the remaining teams. And it's really, really exciting to see. I think every single year the uh, the product on the pitch has improved. And I expect that to be the, the case this year for sure. I, you know, the Free Jacks beat the hell out of a couple teams um, this past season. I don't expect it to be that much of uh, margins of victory. Like when we beat, what was it, Toronto by 75 points and then um, yeah. uh, Nola like 50. 50 points like that's not going to happen this year. I would be shocked if that was the case yeah, with, um, with any with any team. With yeah, any exactly. Team. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Any new signings that you guys want to throw out there that uh, are very, very exciting for the season? I'm excited about Brian Reese, to be honest. I don't think anybody's brought him up Brian yet. Reese, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I was actually going to bring oh, yeah. him up. Yeah, no, go, please, because <laughs> I want to hear your yeah. perspective. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Ryan Reese, he came from uh, Atlanta. Um, okay. And uh, he was a, he's a Life University guy. Won two back-to-back championships at Life University. Nice. Um, so he's coming coming with a pedigree, which is mm-hmm. familiar to us, is winning back-to-back championships. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, he's a really really nice guy. He was at the uh, he was at the party. I met him at the party, and he was just just interacting so well with the fans. Just really interested in everybody's story and. I think it's just, he was just, the last player at the party. Yeah, too. he was the last player. At the like party. He, everybody was long so, gone, and he was like, "Hey guys, what's going?" You're like, "Yeah, have that's another awesome. beer." You know, like just and yeah. and not weird or uncomfortable. Like, yeah, super genuine as day was long. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's it's just so nice to have somebody bring those values because 
yeah, you could, you know, you could bring in a player that has, has great skill set, everything like mm-hmm. that. And that is important, but bringing in the attitude, um, is also what makes a great rugby player is the attitude and integrity that, that you, that, and the effort, effort that you put, not just in, you know, on the pitch, but also out in the community too. So, yep. um, backup, he'll be backup scrum, scrum half. Um, but I think he'll, you know, yeah, I think he'll do, do well, really well. Good. And Hey, scroll moment. We got any comments, Phil? We got any uh, trolling What's interesting on? is that uh, I'm seeing no comments on my end. I don't know if that's just some sort of bug in the system here, or maybe just nobody's wanting to talk. I'm very, very surprised by that, to be honest, because we got some jokers that watch this show. I mean, there's a lot uh, of rangers uh, out there that like to talk a little shit. So yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> that we haven't had any people um you know jumping in the comments like the king of the comments is missing bozo six i don't know what's going on i'm surprised he's always in the comments a little too a little late crap. over there maybe that- no oh, yeah no. is it past your bedtime <laughs> it could be he yeah. might be in his footy uh pajamas right now jumping uh-huh. in the bed. One thing, right yeah <laughs> with his red nose <laughs> exactly I'm, I'm, um i don't i don't really i don't remember what team he came from but i'm that man, when they when they brought out that video that, uh, for K Train, oh K Train, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to see him play, dude. They <laughs> they rolled that they rolled that video out of the old uh, that yeah. that uh, I don't know who that's from. I don't remember either. But uh, speed was no, speed. No, no, it was it was some Denzel Washington movie where the train got away. But they they rolled that out, man. They rolled his little, like little like hype up video out i'm like man i'm i'm yeah i'm ready to go let's watch yeah, the rugby, dude. Yeah, we know rugby game. Game. i want to go hell yeah ready yeah we got our season coming up what next friday yeah, next, 16, friday, next friday game. incredible yeah it's so the free jacks are coming up too towards the end of the month here so yeah you guys ours is pretty to, right? iconic because we got hill matt coming back as cool. the boys reminded me yep and he used to be our original coach, coach. He, he was, was our coach playing player. coach yeah. Coach. yeah great canadian international for sure yes. Oh, yeah yeah yes yep. is, you, is your guys's first uh preseason game the one the double header in houston that's right we're playing the uh the jackals down there yeah. uh that friday night so yeah That'd super excited cool. about that and speaking of which, if anybody's listening to this that's interested in going to that game down there in Houston, we do have discounted tickets available in the um, the First Regiment Facebook group. I, I posted that uh, yesterday, so there are links out there for discounted tickets. And that's a that's a two you pay one price, you got one ticket, but it's two games that you can go to. It's Houston, so. it's Houston. Oh, nice. who else? Houston and Nola. Yeah, maybe. That six hour drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense, real. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right here, Nola. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. We know how much you guys like yeah. Nola, so you know we got to like little little trolling ourselves. Little <laughs> hashtag no playoffs Nola. Yeah, we love. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I never <laughs> understood. Like, uh, what is that? Just because you guys whipped them so bad, and you like to rub it in, or why do you guys talk like? Well, that? here's the problem. Um, so the year that we almost made the playoffs, the year that we never made the playoffs, uh, other than you know, uh, you know, excelling and winning the championship, and then the first year that we made the playoffs, we got knocked out by New York. The year prior to that, we were in playoff contention, and then Nola came up to Fort Union Point and beat us and knocked us out of playoff contention. So that's one of those things that I'll never forget. Um, as yeah. you know, and then Nola has never made the playoffs, so that's one thing that we kind of jab at him a little bit. Uh, going forward because they broke our hearts at Fort Union Point years ago. Um, so, yeah, it's just one of those things that we like to throw in their face a little bit that okay. they've never made the playoffs. And they just existed from the very beginning. We had, yeah. We've all talked about it. Yeah. You know, so, like, I'd see it and I'm like, why is Rob taking his shit and not popping back? You know, <laughs> so, like, I see that and I'm like, yeah, Rob's being too much of a gentleman as far as I'm concerned. But I want to know more about it. And I see where you're coming I, from. Yeah. That's funny as could be. 
Yeah, man. So one of those things is we haven't lost to them since that time. Uh, and we've just, uh-huh. we've, we've whooped their ass every single time. They're, they're essentially our, our doormat. Like we just walk right on all over them. Um, so <laughs> at some point they're going to get a, a better of us, but I'll tell you one of the key things is we've got the vampire coat, uh, curse Holden Youngert, who used to play for Nola. Uh, every time he wore Nola's Jersey and played us, they won. And now since he's been with the free Jack for the past couple of years, when he's wearing, worn our Jersey against them, we've beat them. So it's just one of those things is that player, you know, went from NOLA to us and we haven't lost to him since then. So uh, and he's still on the roster to this day as our backup scrum half. So I expect us to beat them twice this year as well. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah, Reigning champions over here. What are you talking about? I got the crown yeah. on our head right now. man. What it's all about, man. It's rivalry. Yeah. 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 That's what Listen, it's all about. Yeah. Dude. The beauty is in the banter, baby. Like, you know, you got to sure. give it a little bit. Now, I appreciate a little throwback as well. But we are the we're the champions right now. You guys have experienced this two years in a row, uh, you know, as champions. So. You know, it's just one of those things where, like, we're going to throw a little shit people's way and we're going to, you know, dance on their people's graves a little bit. But it is what it is. When the kickoff starts yeah. a couple weeks from now, it's all, you know, that week. And we're going to talk shit about the team uh, that week that we're playing and then the next week and then the next week until the end of the season. So, yeah, it's, it's all fun it, games, man. The way I see it, though, is that it's a new season. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Time is the this is the proving ground. It's time yeah. to prove to do it again. You can do it. Again. Hell yeah! yeah. I, that's one of those things. that's so impo- it's so difficult in sports is to run it back, right? You guys experienced that in eighteen and nineteen. I want to see. Oh yeah! Don't forget, we do also that. went to the championship. That's right times. against New York. Yeah. Like, let's remind everybody of that. And the last playoffs. year we lost to San Diego, who whooped your ass. So there's that. Well, we beat them in the they final. That's really first. what matters. <laughs> this is no, just totally, bro. And, and you and I were there, bro. That was a – dude, that game was – it couldn't have been any better. It came down to three points. Like, it was anybody gained the whole game. It's I mean, so I think good. it was fair to say that's the best final that MLR has ever experienced on that, that stage. Nope, 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 nope. 19. Oh, all the glory. Yes, the glory. that was at the and end of the got, game. Yeah. And you the guys mall, get to have a moment like that, but the mall I mean, of glory. glory you us, cannot. Man, no one. Is, no one's gonna uptake the mall is, of glory, dude. Welcome to the History Channel, brought to you by the Sea Wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, I, oh, that's right. 2019. You guys were Cubs. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Love to Look see it. Look at that. Unreal. He's got the rings. Everybody, kiss the oh, ring yeah. right there. <laughs> speaking of which. Speaking yeah, of which. You know, let me throw we this out. I got to ask you, Phil. Like, what happened with the star on your on your shit, dude? Did they forget Listen, again? <laughs> they well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, the, the Free Jacks organization is very different from the Jacks Rangers show, where we're not as humble as they are. One of their key mantras no is shit. humble. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. No shit. <laughs> The, the organization itself like puts out this like humble energy, you know what I'm saying? And that's all well and good, but I think that's one of the reasons why they didn't want to put the star on there, and I completely disagree with them. And I hope some of them are watching. I'm sure they will. I disagree with you. You've got to put the star on the, the badge. Yeah. And, you know, it's not about being humble. It's just about, you know, you earned it. You've earned it 100%. It's just paying tribute to the championship year. you got to keep that on. I, I'm surprised that they didn't do that now. I hope that they do uh, correct that in future years and put that star on there because it does matter. Um, and, and it's just a classy thing to do. It's not, it's not being a jerk. It's not being overconfident. It's just a classy way to, or, you know, uh, pay respect to that championship. Yeah. And I'm, it's Completely, a, I'm, man. Yeah. I'm just a little surprised by that because a lot of other leagues do that. You know, it's not yeah. just, that's not just the MLR. Soccer does it. Yeah. Soccer 100%. does it. And I want a third outline for our runner up. 
championship. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 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 yeah. I'm like, hey, man, that takes a lot. It takes Absolutely. a lot to get to get that to level. Finals. You know you did it once. So it's like we've done it three times. So it's yeah. like, man, that's a that's a lot to watch your team go through. And then last year, man, we regular season, we were 12 and four. Or yeah, 12 and four. 12 and four, yeah. And like, dude, Clarky's kicking ass still, man. I don't know how the guy does it, but he's a wizard. And um, oh man, like to watch them go to San Diego again within like, you know, what, two, three weeks, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, because our last game of the season was in San Diego and we Put in our pretty much our C squad just because you know why yes. risk it for the biscuit? We already knew we were going to playoffs, so you know. And then to go back to Snapdragon, and let's be honest, man, their fan base is huge. You know, they're good. Like they, you know, yeah. kudos to the cohort putting all that together because they just they keep their their squad strong. But um, man, yeah. for us to lose it in San Diego was heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell you what, man. Let, let's talk. I mean, they're a great fan base and you know, great stadium. Great organization. But let's talk right. a little shit about San Diego real quick. Right. Raise your hand if your team actually has won a championship. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Raise your hand if your teams want to get championship against San Diego. Hey. hey. <laughs> Hell in yeah. San Diego. Yeah. 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 Raise your hand if you won two championships in San Diego. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I'll tell you, man, that that's the school. They took that one law, that one point loss to the Free Jackson said, okay, we're going to get really serious and have absolutely loaded up. So it, it's all fun and games. Uh, but when they come out uh, this year, I think they're going to be firing all, on all cylinders. I wonder how they're going to hold up with some of their geriatrics that they have on that team towards the end of the season. Though. We'll have to see how that goes. Anywho, uh, let's talk about the Seawolves are going to be making a long trip across the country to face off against the mighty New England Free Jacks, the defending champions. Any of you guys making that trip? I, Matt, you always travel. What do you think? You're going to be yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm yeah. staying with Kenny. We're going to go ruck up Quincy. We're going to have Love a good that. old time. And uh, I'm going to come loud and proud. You know, I, I won't yeah. go any other way. And I'll probably stand next to you and, and make sure we're both embarrassed together. Love it. Like we did last time. Yes. Um, yep. No, absolutely, man. I, I can't, I love the camaraderie. I'm going to get there early so I can hang out with all the families that tailgate across the street and, yep. you know, put on a spread that I got the beauty to meet both the year that I came and saw you. And then of course we all went to the championship and had a, that was awesome. I mean, I don't know about you, bro. Like, cause we haven't talked much since the championship, but I will say this, that stinking championship was birthday Fourth of July and Christmas, all in the same day to me, man. I oh, was just yeah. a little kid, just in a candy store, just having a hoop. Oh, goodness gracious. It was a blast, man. I, you know, it's one of those things where I look back on it, it feels like a dream to a certain extent. Like, it was so amazing, and it felt so surreal to experience that in Chicago. But, man amazing final amazing venue i think that you know i know you're a big fan of the uh, the, the hounds organization yeah. they did a fantastic job a 10 out of 10 hosting that thing and to have the dropkick murphys play afterwards oh, after yeah. the free jacks win like what i, I, called, I called that i called that before yeah. it happened to did you? oh and shaquille didn't do a bad job either man that he guy did a fantastic he, job he yeah did a great job it was fun to watch that mcgilla gorilla out there man for sure <laughs> Him with that rugby ball in his hand looking so small was wild to see. <laughs> it looked like one of those little mini balls, dude. It did. It <laughs> really did. Yeah. Like, how can one human be so stinking huge? Uh Nick, how do we get Rucky to an away game? How does how does that how does that happen? Is that possible? I wonder if we need to donate miles for that guy. Know, man. I don't know, man. Uh my only away game this year is going to be the uh 
uh, and will not be Rucky. It'll just be me, but it'll be the All Blacks Fiji game. So. Oh, yeah. That's going to be unreal, man. Hell, yeah. That's going to be a good one for sure. Everybody's marking that on their calendar for sure. Now, obviously, I think uh, – have they announced yet that it's the finals going to be at Snapdragon? Has that yes. taken place yet? No, not officially. Know, but there's a teaser, so. Yeah, so they yeah, had they a meeting on something. Wednesday in Miami yeah. uh, with the owners to decide that. And, okay. um, well, I haven't been privy to any information yet, so I don't mm-hmm. know. That's the rumor, Bill. I'll be surprised if it doesn't. I thought it wasn't sitting on the third. It's not official. It was oh. it was on that show on the rugby network, and the gotcha. owner was on there. Okay. And he right, they were talking about wanting to do it. Yeah, to bid gotcha. for it. Okay, yeah. not that he got the bid. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I, I know that we posted something on social media and got a played a couple rounds here. You know, quite a, quite a few <laughs> likes. With uh, they were teasing a big announcement, and then our comment was below: is, "Play us at Fort Quincy, you cowards." That's yeah. the only team that has yet to play in New England. Unreal. Oh, How really? does that happen? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that, that is weird. Insane. Oh, that's weird. Very crazy, yeah. Hopefully next year. If it doesn't happen next year, we're rioting. The, the Rangers are marching to Dallas and I burning the place to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. Dallas is an interesting place. Uh, uh, you know, no hit on Rick and James. It's, you know, part of the big fan base. But mm-hmm. uh, Dallas uh, needs uh, – they need to get behind their fans and they need to, to support them because, I'm you know, shocked that they're in that such a large stadium that just kills atmosphere, right? I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they I mean, the, the the team plays poorly, right? So you're you're not going to get a huge crowd just of looky loos that want to be there as bandwagon fans, and it's a yeah. huge stadium. It's the largest in MLR. It's almost like fifty thousand. Like that, that's gotta not be good. You've been it's there, a, right, Matt? It's weird. a great stadium to heckle a, a kicker. Just putting out there. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't I had a lot of fun. And I call them the library because they're so stinking quiet. It's almost Oof. like it's almost like the MLR finals when we were in New York when they oh. last second switched into the Red Bull Stadium. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now all yeah. the Rangers know exactly what I'm about to say is I'm going to talk uh-huh. about New York being so shitty with that final being there and MLR having to fit the bill for that, having to rent that place because their previous stadium throughout the season was a high school stadium that where you couldn't even buy beer at, so they couldn't have right. it there. And since that time, there's been a neutral venue, which some people like, some people don't like. I would rather have it at Fort Quincy. Like if, if the Free Jacks had the you know most points in the league and they made it to the end, let's have it there. It's going to be an atmosphere. Of, of on you know just hold, a fucking madhouse. Hold on you know? though, bro. You ain't you don't have the capacity. Uh, yeah, we can we can put some seats in there. Yeah, I mean, how many people do you really need? Like five thousand, eight. Okay, hold 000? on. How many did we have at your championship last year, sir? We had eleven thousand. Eleven thousand is that right? Yeah, we had eleven thousand. So now, mind you, I bet you a majority were Chicago ruggers. Yeah, in general, mm-hmm. in the Midwest, because like, how much fun was that during our tailgate? Right, I it mean, was awesome. So much fun, and like you saw so much Chicago gear naturally, but um, no, I mean, there's a lot of San Diego and a lot of free Jacks fans, but I don't like I, I, I respect what you're saying because I'd not like to say that about Seattle, but I'm very aware that Seattle's capacity is only like 4,000 roughly, maybe mm. 4,500 if we do standing room only. Okay, and that's not enough if we actually yeah. want people to show up. Yeah. Hmm. No disrespect, but like they'd have to like spend a ton of money last minute to do it at Fort Quincy in all sincerity. Okay, just, I've got an alternate for you. Oh, we'll just yeah. do it at Fit. We'll do it at Fenway. Hell yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah, yeah I mean that would be yeah. a destination yeah. type of thing for sure. Hey, uh, David Barry, could you uh, make oh, that man, happen, sir? Thank you. Going on the pubs around there too. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, it would be an absolute blast there. And I think that capacity is 17,000. So you're looking at, you know, you That'd could definitely, perfect. yeah, I, I, you might be able to sell it out with enough marketing behind it for the Bostonians yeah. to get involved. The people that are just oh. casuals or don't know about rugby, just want to show up and drink. You could probably yeah. sell the place out. So and it's like, it's that central location to where the down, you know, it's, it's in the, it's in the neighborhood basically, but, but there's those pubs around there. There's all that, yeah. you know, I, I, I love Fenway. That's a fantastic. I wish story. we could have the championship in a completely neutral spot that needs to be stimulated, like say St. Louis or something I, centrally located in America. I because, agree. Cause then we could, we could capture those fans. They could like somebody other than their local club. Exactly. And, and it's centrally located and is true definition of neutral. I agree. Versus, I, I do. I like. I do like the predetermined spot because, like, now we know where to get our tickets and such. And like, yep. you know, I got my ass covered for San Diego already. I plan on being in San Diego for a less stinking month because our last mm -hmm. game is the 29th of June, and right. then possibly the the third of August. It's like, man, why go back and forth? In the All Blacks game at 19th, halfway through, it's like, why travel three times? Yeah, just stay. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why not? So not a sir. Right? <laughs> yeah. 70, 75 degrees every day. Right. That's not bad. Right. What so. could go wrong? Exactly. Let's find out. <laughs> Hilarious. I like the idea of that. Hilarious. Yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. I've always said, like, you know, if you're going to do a neutral venue, you know, it might as well be in the middle of the country. Like, I like the idea of going back to Chicago, but I love also the idea of an emerging market like San, uh, St. Louis, where there isn't yeah. a team. You could definitely have it there. It's big enough. There's attractions, so on and so forth. But let's get into the final two questions before we get yep. you guys out of here. The official way too early prediction for your uh, Seattle Seawolves, what's the win-loss in 2024, if you had to had to say? 11-5. and 11-5. and five. Respectable. Five. I mean, come on. They're going to run the table. No. Uh, 13 and three. Sam Windsor is the top point score, score again. And uh, we Ooh. go all the way to the final. And I will see you there at the final. Oh, field. shit. Yeah. I love that. Well, I don't know. because isn't, isn't Chicago in the East? Chicago yes. is in the East. I, yeah, think, so. I think we'll squeak it out against I think I think it'll be them in Chicago in the East. And, uh, Man, I'm, I'm putting my chips on Chicago, bro. I'm sorry. Wow. I mean, they won yeah. three games last year, Matt. Come oh, on, no. dude. Uh, hold on. There's this team that used to call uh, AG, and um, yeah. Sam Harris had it for two years. And mm -hmm. do you remember when AG got pulled out, bro? They were stomping the piss out of everybody. That's true. Okay, so, like, I'm a huge Sam Harris fan. I said it, and I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. Like, I that guy is a guru. He is he, – he is – good communicator with his team and his expectations of what he expects for you to play footy at the level you're to play it at. He sets the bar, he holds them accountable and they, they, and he does a good job bonding them and getting them together in certain events. I can't wait to see what happens this year. Maybe I'm talking out my ass and that's okay. It wouldn't be the first time, but I really keep your eye on Chicago, but Seattle, I want to stick with the 12, the 12 and, and four. four yep. And uh, and go to the playoffs and see what what happens. But can't, I can't wait to get my pinky ring. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah dude! Jeez. Jeez. Right? It, you know, whoever we play, we're gonna have a blast. Jeez. Oh yeah. I appreciate the 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 veteran presence of this uh, podcast that's on with me right now because you guys right. have, you've seen it you've been there and you've done that and you guys feel good about your your Sea Wolves why wouldn't you they're consistent winners throughout this uh, this league they've got a winning Most culture winning there the league. And, yeah. and, and and when we make it to the finals rookie will be there love that <laughs> love that Absolutely. so that would be interesting let's say i mean i i hear what you're talking about with uh chicago and i think they are one to watch for sure but i and i agree sam harris is an excellent coach but when you're talking about ag in that season where they were world beaters who beat them 
<laughs> the New England Free Jacks beat them with our B-side, by the way. Holy shit. Oh, it's getting deep. Oh, I got the script. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. That's good. Um, no, that's cool. But that would, be, that would be so sick if Seattle and New England finally got that final that we've been talking about for years that we want to see. And, and it, wouldn't it be amazing if it was in San Diego to, you know, and they've loaded up and they've lost the final multiple times at this point. Wouldn't that be yeah. hilarious? We don't, we don't call it San Diego. We call it, we call it South Seattle. South Seattle. South Seattle. Seattle South right there. That's right. Where we win our silverware. Hilarious. Yeah, I mean, how many times have we knocked them out of the playoffs? <laughs> Many years. Yeah, no, I mean, seriously, they finally got to pay us back, but like I think we've done it three or four times. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. mean, and then the mall of glory to just take it away like they were winning and we took oh, it away yeah. in like the eighties first minute or some jazz. Yeah. Like, Crazy. I think I would have cried if I was uh, oh that's a dagger. Never yeah, never heard a stadium go so quiet and so fast. Oh, and we were so loud. It was uh, freaking great. That's the first time you and I traveled together was yeah. nineteen and, that and I was and I, yeah. and I was I, and I was Rucky was on the field, Rucky had his belt and those guys were so quiet. You could hear a pin drop, dude. Like, yeah. Dink. Took but away the, their birthday. The <laughs> ominous, like, cheering. Because yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a meme idea right now that just yeah. popped into my head was you guys talking shit about San Diego. San Diego is the Buffalo Bills of MLR. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, my God. They are. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell, yeah. So you're going to be seeing something dropping from the Jacks Rangers show very, very soon about oh, that. That yeah. is hilarious, man. That's brilliant, brother. That's brilliant. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, any closing thoughts for the Rangers out there as we uh, close up shop here? So we all, we we here at the Seawall Podcast, we have a uh, uh, tradition we do. Um from uh, Lance over the uh, Great American Rugby Show, mm-hmm. and uh, yes. and uh, it is uh, to give gratitude or thanks to someone who helped you along your rugby journey. Yeah. So for me, um, woo! I mean, there's been a lot, man. There's there's been a lot. Like Coach Jeff Mason at the University of South Carolina, where I played, great guy. Just love the game so much and that's one of those things like i'm really glad that you threw that uh, towards me with with this question because I, I i try to lead with gratitude that's something that i really really try to put forward for my own life um so he's a big one man jeff mason helped me so much at the university of south carolina like helped me become a man you know that's one of those things you know rugby is one of those character developers right so you know picking up a ball at 17 going to charlotte rugby club as a 17 year old playing against grown men you know that certainly helped out tremendously but you know going to the university of south carolina and and playing there and and just you know experiencing that was just unreal and it really it solidified my love for the game of rugby so he's up there for sure um yeah like that yeah yeah man. that's that's huge Absolutely. for sure what about y'all good oh man uh, we're both turning yeah, yeah you all turn <laughs> uh, i mean we've done it we've done it so much we've covered a lot of people man but i, I so mean somebody knew this time so yeah because uh, everybody influences us constantly yeah you, say, yeah. Dude, you know i i would honestly i would say with the interaction i've had lately would be uh coach clark uh, nice i mean clarky man he i mean he's he's i'm they they treat me like one of the guys uh he does and he uh, you know he was is constantly thinking about me and saying hey man if he wants to include me in the things that that's why i get a good, good experience and just in case you don't know uh this is my last year of being rookie wow so officially, yeah. yeah so yeah. sad man so um but it's uh, a hard bar to it's hard it's gonna yeah. be a hard bar to meet. Uh, but it, yeah, but it this it, it's it's 
it's been a journey with him, man. And and he, he, I mean, we've had some good conversations uh, in New York, man. I mean, working out with the guy on a, right. on a I mean, small guy on an older mm. guy on a different level, dude. Like, I, I mean, I'm like, he had me picking up bigger weights going, all right, let's, let's <laughs> yeah. get it, kid. But, Hilarious. Oh, man, definitely coach Clark, man. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, one of the nicest guys and always think about other people and, and selfless and, and just, that just willing to have a conversation with you no matter what i mean mm-hmm. and about anything so very cool yeah you on you want me to go you want to go i could go so since uh you know you brought us on to kind of talk about uh, uh seattle rugby and it's not just the seawolves but about seattle rugby and our influences my uh, uh my person that i choose is uh kevin flynn who's the uh, president of seattle rugby club mm-hmm. um he's an absolute legend and i always wear the pin on my hat right there uh you can't really see it but yeah. Oh yeah, that's the uh, yeah the logo. Yep. Oh yeah, show show them our pin too since you're there. We got some new pins. Well, this is the button. Looks awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get one of those from you, Matt. Oh yeah, you're gonna get one. Don't worry, bro. I I made sure I'm gonna like travel this season, and I'm gonna yeah yeah. It's gonna be cool. great. I got a sticker for you, so there you go. Oh, we got we got one for you too. Huh? Hell yeah! Yeah bro. yeah heck yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Kevin, yeah, he's he does just amazing stuff in the rugby community here. And um he's got me involved in, in the club by you know doing some uh just doing some media stuff and marketing stuff and I'm um, helping build their uh end of season report. Um but anyway, but with Kevin he's just he's just he's just kinda always in our uh, he's just omnipresent in our in in our influences here. He Very cool. What we do. Yeah, he really is, man. It's like and, that's a great person to pick. And we interviewed him. If you guys want yeah. to check that interview out, yeah, yeah the guy is—he <laughs> forgot more than most of us know. Yeah. <laughs> Sincerely, like yeah. we'll talk. Man, that's a hard one. I would say for me, and I haven't talked about this gentleman in a minute, but uh, I'm going to throw out Brad Tucker, Jersey okay. owner, right? Yep. Uh, Brad and I got together. Um, and started bringing out the players to games in uh, during the pandemic. And uh, he really helped influence and stimulate m- more of the youth activity with the professional level because, well, at the time, I didn't really feel like Seattle was doing enough. And so, therefore, I don't like to ask for permission as much as I wouldn't get at asking for forgiveness. Right. So, <laughs> so, like he tells it and he's like, yeah, I know a bunch of the guys would love to go to games. I'm like, let's make that happen. Let's choreograph, you know, let's coordinate it. I mean, and let's go. And so he did make that happen. And just because he's, you know, he's younger than I am and uh, he didn't have to do that. He had his own time. I'm sure he's got his own stuff to do. Lord knows his wife at the time was working for MLR and probably working like 60 to 80 hours a week. So that probably wasn't real great. And then of course he's got the time with the boys and, and keeping all that going. So like, for him to put a, a you know put time aside to help the youth and to help rugby in our area, mad respect, Brad, mad respect, and uh, that. that's why he's one of my favorite players to this day, even though he's not a Seawolf. Right. Yeah. The, these are all excellent you know selections here, and you know very very passionate uh, you know people rugby people are very very passionate people, and and leading with gratitude is so so important, and and talking about this sort of stuff is awesome. So I, I highly recommend you know people in their own conversations after they listen to this, reach out to you know anybody and ask them you know who influenced you and stuff like that, and get them talking about that sort of stuff because you know talking about it makes it 
even more real, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it brings power to it to, and, and maybe will influence people to pay it forward as well. So, that, yeah, that's and I just want to drop one haymaker at the very end here. Now that we're right. talking about having grace and yep. appreciation. So, Bozo, take <laughs> notes. Um, you're really good at stirring the pot, but I'd rather see more humility and humbleness and show respect than being a shit show clown that you act like straight up. Somebody wow. has to say it. A lot of people haven't said it. I'm that guy. I will I will say what needs to be said. I like the guy, but some of his uh, tack needs to be polished. All right, Straight Bozo. Up. Especially yeah. in rugby community. You want to go be in the NFL and do that kind of stuff? That's okay. But I think you need to just like be happy for what we got. Encourage this. This is a startup company at the end of the day. Yeah. MLR all the way. So like the to have talk mad shit all the time. Let's think twice once in a while. And just like, maybe we can just go once or twice without just stirring the pot and, and making everybody just, cause it's also a reflection on you, bro. Straight up. Totally. Yeah. I wonder what, uh, I'm surprised Bozo's not in the comments right now. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me just check before we, we, exit no, no, up. you're good. He's not, there. I li like I said, I like the guy, but you know, and that's part of respect as a man is sometimes you got to be told like, Hey bro, maybe dial it back a little bit. Cause you don't, you're, you're throwing egg on everybody's face acting. And, and it's to, unacceptable in rugby. And just to flip the script to get something on to, to last thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um shout out to Dan Creel and Candace Creel and their uh happy bundles. Yeah, happy bundles. Their uh Definitely. foundation that they that oh they yes. So yeah. They uh we always try to give them a shout out on our podcast. They're not they're not a sponsor, they don't pay us anything, but I love the I love the work they do. Uh, it's close to my heart. Uh yeah. they helped out one of my neighbors, uh, who their little girl shout out to her sophia she's had a birthday yesterday and uh but she's dealing with her uh cancer flare-up so down down in houston she went down to houston for to get to get some treatment so wow. uh it's near and dear to my heart where they're my neighbors and, and he's a good guy so he's one of the guys going to be down to the all blacks game so uh, that's awesome just shout out to shout out to candace and dan and the work they do man we love i i i, I love i love what they do and i'll i'll help them till the day i die man that's the Lord's work right there, man. A yeah, charity helping kids with cancer. Like, come on. Man. Like, that's just, yeah, the, the top-notch people for sure. <clears throat> All right, boys. You know, I think it's time for me to put on my footy pajamas because it's uh, past 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So Thank you. You're welcome, man. Uh, so happy to have you guys on here. Um, and we got one word to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> my mic's not, my mic's not, is this thing on? Hello? 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 Hello?